0: Hello, gentle podcast listeners. So I owe you another explanation. Uh, We've missed, I think, three shows now, something like that. And the answer is very simple. Both Carson and I got extremely sick at the same time, because when something happens to one of us, it has to happen to both of us and fuck up the whole schedule. Uh, But that's where we are right now. Uh, This episode you're listening to was recorded before we got sick, I've only now gotten around to being able to edit it because along with being sick, uh, we also, or I had a few things go down in my life that needed my attention. So we've been taking care of ourselves, dealing with things. Uh, We recorded this episode. Uh, We didn't really have any plan for it. We just sat in front of the mics and shot the shit for a while. And this is what happened. So there's no topic. There's no recommendations. It's just... Us chatting. We talked about film school for a while. I, just to be safe, bleeped the name of the school and some of the professors just because I don't want to start any shit. So we hope that you enjoy this conversation, and if you do, then maybe we'll do a few more episodes like this as bonus episodes every once in a while. That being said, I hope you enjoy. <laughs> Okay. uh, Slap my dick and call me mommy. I don't expect this to ever go anywhere. Right? I just thought we might as well. Yep. I mean,
1: all we've. Ever recorded has just been like You know Fuck it It seems scripted as fuck And just Sitting here Maybe recording something Just Feels so good So raw
0: (laughs) There was that one time Where we sat here And came up with The best movie ever ever and we kept saying we're sitting here we may as well turn the mics on and we right. just <laughs> never did we <laughs> said it like half later it was like three it hours was, like we it said something. it like 15 times over the course of three hours and we just never turned the mics on and right. just kept talking right uh what the <laughs> my, fuck was that my chair just moaned <laughs> Quit turning
1: your chair on. Oh, yeah, you know, you, like, you dirty bitch. Like, it legit sounded like it went, ugh. I know. (laughs) Oh, right. You ready to just say what? I watched the, uh. I was, I don't know why, but like I was just browsing YouTube on my television Mm -hmm. and just watch Mojo just kept coming up and all the fucking recommended, even though I haven't watched them in forever. Mm -hmm. And it was like top 10 sci-fi films of all time. (laughs) Okay. Fucking weirdest, like this list is just strange. So number 10 is war of the worlds, the 1953 version. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Number nine, The Original Planet of the Apes. Number eight, Children of Men. Number seven, The Matrix. Number six, The Day the Earth Stood Still, the original uh, from 51. Number five, Jurassic Park. Number four, Aliens. Number three, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Number two, uh, A Space Odyssey, Uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Honorable mentions were E.T., The Time Machine, inception close encounters of the third kind invasion of the body snatchers and number one was empire strikes back
0: you know what first of all weird the matrix out of there yeah you should put primer on there fucking somewhere yeah even as an honorable mention you should also put um clockwork orange on there yes most people don't seem to real to, to like understand that a clockwork arch is a sci fi. I know. I I think
1: when people hear the term sci fi they immediately think spaceships and yeah
0: fucking lasers. Pretty much. Oh my god, but yeah, we were coming up with DJ names. And they were like, uh what was the very first one I came up with? Oh, I don't even remember. Because eventually, because DJ Scratch and Sniff was the yeah, <laughs> that was the second one. DJ's, it, da, da,
1: da, DJ Scratch and
0: Sniff. That was the second really good one, and then the third really good one was <laughs> DJ Pinchalo. <laughs> DJ Pinchalo. <laughs> oh, DJ Brownstein, right? That uh, was the first one. Was yeah. it Brownstein? Yeah, DJ Brownstein. Or right. Brown Note, sorry.
1: Brown DJ Note. Brown Note. I think that's how we got the album. Yeah, it, was... is.
0: it is. It is. All so right, it was so DJ Brown, Brown Note, Note, and, and then, then we... DJ Scratch and sniff, sniff, and then... DJ
1: Pinch a Loaf. <laughs> yes. And now you get to decide which name <laughs> each of us took between those three. Because <laughs> we don't even know. No, I, I don't know what the fuck we're t-
0: even talking about. So punk, dude. <sighs> you could you could pull up Billy Joe Armstrong and just fucking dive feet first into the dude's yes. face off of the stage yes yes that would be great that's uh, still one of my favorite like just random videos of Green Day's when he yes. just like fucking it's like you want to go and just dives both feet into the dude's face yeah
1: uh, uh, there's some like some of those videos are just fucking insane I know yeah, another one I love is there's a video of the singer for Cannibal Corpse where I guess some dude was was like starting a fight or something in the crowd. hmm Trying to start one. And uh George Corpse Grinder, the singer just is like not having any of it. and he just fucking after he can't get him to stop it by telling him to stop it, he fucking throws the mic down, jumps off the stage, walks down there and fucking knocks his ass <laughs> out. <laughs>
0: Did I ever, sh- or have you ever seen the one of, uh, uh, this wasn't a punk thing, it was just yeah. like some dude with a fucking, just a, an acoustic guitar on Maybe. stage in like a bar or something. Maybe. And he starts getting into it with one of the guys, you know, one of the audience who are like, yeah. get on the fucking stage. And he starts like getting into it with him and he's yeah. like, I'll fight you, I'll fucking fight you. And the guy comes up on stage, he's like, yeah, we're gonna fucking fight. And then the guy takes a guitar and just... Blasts the guy with it Just smashes it over his head Completely <laughs> destroys the guitar I think seen that And the guy just Like it's You can't even see who he's hitting Yeah Right but apparently the guy just fucking went down Nice And he's like Yeah mm-hmm. He 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 deserved that didn't he Like trying to get the audience on his side And the audience is just like No What the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> Like just the way the audience turned on him instantly
1: yeah. it was great God it reminds me I was watching like like a a huge compilation of like those things where it's like it was like guitar fails or whatever mm-hmm. where you know it's like not at all fails but there's one there's a there's a thrash metal band called toxic holocaust mm-hmm. yeah toxic holocaust where uh Some dude ran up on the stage while they were playing and slaps the singer in the back of the head. And the singer, he has, like, the flying V guitar. He fucking grabs it and he goes like this, (laughs) lifts over his head, and chases the dude across the stage. (laughs) And just slaps him with (laughs) it.
0: Fucking
1: great. Like, just over his head, like, legitimately chases him. God. (laughs) It's fucking great. I've started getting back more into, like, watching movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's been slow for me, but I don't know. I just really haven't (laughs) wanted to watch any movies I've been having a
0: hard time watching movies recently, too. I've been having a hard time doing anything recently. Yeah. Like, I just feel like I don't want to listen to music. I don't want to watch movies. I don't want to read anything. I don't want to play any games. Like... And, you know, I
1: hate it, but I think part of that is the fact that we're forcing ourselves to do stuff. We've just decided not to plan time too well
0: with that. Well, I assumed when we said, like, 100% we need to just force ourselves to write that we would have less time to do that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, but I wouldn't think it would be, you know, to the point where it's like, we literally aren't, you know, we're at a point where it's like, I have to write, you know, like getting to that point where it's like, you know, it you can write for like an hour or two and come up with something every day. But you're just at the point where you're just
0: like, I should just be writing instead. Yeah. Well, for me, there's some of that. But then there's also like nothing is holding my interest lately. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, a few days ago, Mm. I got, like, just... There was nothing I wanted to watch. There was nothing I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I couldn't write for shit. I wrote, like, one page, and it was complete shit. Yeah. And so I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to just go do manual labor. And so I did. Like, I helped my dad do landscaping for two days, like, Uh moving dirt around. And actually, like, it was cleansing in a way yeah but now that i'm back and i'm just like i need to write i need to do this i've just been having a really hard time focusing yep i know that like i think i really need some sort of a physical outlet Mm -hmm. and by that i mean bend over help (laughs) i need an adult i am an adult (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like I hate, I hate working out. Yeah. If I'm going to do something physical, it better get something done. Yeah. Working out, I don't understand it. Well, I mean, working out gets you like in shape. Yeah, but I would, if I would rather get in shape doing something productive. Mm, Yeah. Right. I mean. But you just can't think of anything productive with that, right? Well, there's, there's nothing Um... around here to do like that right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, I've always hated um, – well, I don't want to say that. I haven't always hated manual labor or, like, physical work. Yeah. But I've just – I've always been more of a – I don't know how to say this without sounding pretentious. I've always been more of a thinker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, you're right. That does sound pretentious. I know it does. But, no, like, I'm I'm that kind of a person that would prefer to sit down – and think and write and create rather than go out and fucking build a wall or. <laughs> It'll be the greatest world. it be the greatest But you I know think what the I dog's mean.
1: dogs digging in the trash or something. Ow. Just lay down, you little shit. Just
0: stay out of stuff.
1: That dog. I know that
0: feel with my dog. But anyway. <laughs> She's just smiling.
1: Little fat cunt.
0: But yeah, like, I don't know. I think I'm to the point where I miss being on set. Mm, yeah. Like, I always hated gripping. Yeah. You know, when I was in in um, film school, for whatever reason, everybody just always assumed I wanted to be a grip. Hmm. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. I would constantly try to talk to people about like, oh yeah, cinematography, directing, writing. Yeah. But everybody just wants me to be a grip. Part of it is probably because I'm good at it. And also because it's well because yeah the school sucks it really does but no like i'm good at gripping yeah. i understand how to use the gear more than fucking any of the other students at scc which is deeply sad because i took the same fucking class as all of them did yeah anyway not the point i'm good <laughs> at gripping everybody was always asking me to grip so those two things combined just made everybody think i wanted to be a fucking grip <laughs> no but recently i i've started sort of missing it yeah like just being on set you know, moving shit around. Yeah. Being angry with people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> with one person in particular.
0: Oh, you're talking about him. Yeah. No, I was thinking about, you know what? I'm going to go get something. Be right what? Oh. Uh... Okay. I'm going to do. Since we're just dicking around. All right. One of the most self-obsessed things I think I've ever done. All right. Okay. This is from. All right. So I was on a big shoot there. Yes. I was gripping. Yes. Because of course I you're, was. You're gripping. I specifically you're not. applied to be on the camera team. Yes. I didn't expect to be a camera op. Right. Yeah. Uh, but. To be, like, assistant camera. or something. Yeah, it was fucking something, you know? Yeah. But no. Instead, they just fucking put me on G&E. That's, um, grip and electric. Mm Mm-hmm. And by the way, yes, those are two distinctively different departments, right? (sighs) Yes. Gripping is, you know... Okay, the best way to describe it, gripping is moving the lights, electric is plugging them in. Yes. Essentially. Um... So, we had this shoot. It went on for, I think, two weeks. Getting right. literally four hours of sleep a night. Nice. Um, we live in the desert. Yep. The shoot was entirely outdoors in the middle of summer. Uh Okay. It's gross. Just to give you some background on, on the shoot, the, the crew who was in charge of the shoot were a bunch of assholes. One day during the shoot, we dragged thousands of pounds of gear literally up a mountain, okay? In order to get down the mountain, it was literally a half hour walk. There was no shade at the top of the mountain. Mm -hmm. None of the gear that they brought, did they ever consider that the crew would need shade. They popped up a tent for the actors but the crew was just standing outside baking. Eventually, I put up just a little flag. A flag is like a, a rigid sort of square of black cloth that doesn't let any light through. Yes. I put up the sm- smallest size that they had because it was the only one available. Only one person could stand under it at a time. So we all just took turns standing in this little dinky spot of shade. Yeah. For like five minutes before we would let somebody else rotate in. There wasn't a bathroom up there. Right. Yeah. So everybody's just like wandering off into the cactuses. Right. Yep, yeah, that's that's not
1: uh not any way to get bitten by a rattlesnake. Oh my god. Or stung like, by a the way they
0: treated the crew was mm-hmm disgusting i mean that's
1: like that sounds like an immediate lawsuit right there
0: oh no you want an immediate lawsuit Mm. i'll give you an immediate lawsuit yeah All right i specifically said multiple times that i'm allergic to peanuts yeah nobody cared the or i should say the producer didn't Mm. care didn't bother telling anybody every day i would show up and be like what is there to eat peanuts There's like candy with peanuts, there's nuts with peanuts, there's fucking peanut butter sandwiches. I'm just like, how many fucking times? I don't give a shit if you offer those things, but you have to tell me, you know? And you have to offer different things.
1: Yes, you have to cater to your crew and actors needs like, as <laughs> as legally sound if somebody's allergic I, right. to shellfish you can't be giving them fucking lobster
0: right and it's i'm not even i'm not even one of those guys who's like there can't be any peanuts within 100 miles of me yeah. no i'm just saying fucking like tell me first before i grab a candy bar that i don't know what the fuck is in it cuz they're all off brand yeah. before i just grab one and bite into it and I'm like motherfucker these are peanuts anyway so it was that was the kind of shoot that this was, mm-hmm. right entirely inexperienced, and yes, it is a school shoot.
1: I get it, yeah all right, but also, lawsuits are no joke, even if you're at school, and they can happen,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, like like okay, here's what I'll say, all right, mm-hmm. so we were talking to the um. Everybody just fucking calls him the safety guy cuz he's he's the guy who's like these are all the papers that you have to have for these stunts and yeah. yes you can do this stunt no you can't do that stunt and blah 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 yeah. okay safety guy is insistent that if anybody drinks water <laughs> if anybody drinks anything including mm-hmm. water on camera then you have to sign a waiver <laughs> What? <laughs> because they could choke on the fucking water. It's like, I guess nobody gives a shit about the crew who's just drinking water all day. No, yeah. but if you do it in front of a camera, you have to fucking sign insurance papers. <laughs> right? Okay. So, you have to sign insurance papers for an actor to drink water on camera, but if you want to fucking set off an allergic reaction by serving people shit they're allergic to, that's fine, I guess. Right? Right? Um, so I was a grip, not even key grip. So key grip is the boss grip. Yeah. Right. Essentially. Uh, And then he has his, his grip crew under him. Yeah. And then you have the same thing with electric. You have the key electric and then the electric crew under him. Okay. And I'm not like blowing my own horn here. Literally by the end of the shoot. Right. Remember I was just a grip. Yeah. By the end of the shoot. Not only was I the key grip, I was also the key electric. (laughs) Because I was the only one who seemed to pay attention to how to operate anything. So I was the only one who knew how to use anything on this fucking shoot. Uh, Like, I took over both departments because they didn't know what they were doing. So that's how this shoot was. Yeah, half of it was during the day. Yep, right in literally 120 degree weather. Ugh, the summer. I'm guessing middle of summer. Fucking middle of summer, like sun right there, top of the sky, baking everything. The (laughs) for
1: those who are not in Arizona, yes, it gets that hot here every summer.
0: Oh my Jesus, Lord Christ! Like oh. My God! Yeah. And the entire shoot was outdoors. There was one yeah. shot Ugh. that was indoors, but it was just in a barn. Yeah, that was just open, so yeah. it's not like there's any air conditioning or anything in there. There's there's barely shade. Yeah. There. So half the shoot was during the day. The other half was during the night, where it was much cooler. This is important. Mm. <laughs> okay. I don't know if uh-huh. we'll read all of these, but okay. Right. Why don't you read me some of my evaluation. These. This is what people said about me on the right. shoot, not what I said about other people.
1: All right. People said about you. So uh, let's see here. So every paragraph's probably somebody?
0: Yeah, I think so. I haven't read these in years. All I right. just remember them being pretty funny. All right. So the first one here. At
1: first, he was very unwilling to work at first, he was very unwilling
0: to working the G&E department. Okay, again. Holy shit. Again, remember that I had applied for the camera department yeah. and was just thrown into G&E again, right? This it, this isn't, like, a first-time thing, like, oh, I don't want a grip. I want to be at the camera. No, I mean, like, literally everybody made me a grip on fucking everything, no matter what I said. And this was just another example of it. Yeah. And... It was 120 fucking degrees. All right, that's all I have to say about that. Yes. Also, that wording Mm. at first he was very unwilling
1: to working the G and E department. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, These are
0: college students, just to remind you. Yeah.
1: Work the G and E department and had a bad attitude about him. Seemed like he did not care, nor did not want to be there. Nice that. (laughs) Nice (laughs) the wording. I hope that you failed your English class. You <laughs> Nor did not dumbass. want to be there. Yeah. By the end of the shoot, he was doing a great job on the GE team. Uh, he was very quick with his setups and knew the right questions to ask and where to go. He was one of those guys you only have to teach once or twice, and he's got it down. He came along. He came a long ways from beginning from the beginning of the shoot. Still has some attitude sometimes, but was not a bad person to work with at all by the end, and was a huge help on the GE team. Yeah. All right. Is this getting your rock hard? Oh, yeah. So hard. (laughs) Yes. All right. The next person. I I just
0: want you to, like, with each of these, to notice the pattern. Yeah. All right. So just. All right. The next one. He did an excellent job
1: on keeping point with. He did an excellent job on keeping point with what needed to be done. He was very precise with the 12 by 12 and how rope should be tied with the correct knots.
0: Okay, so the 12 by 12? Yep. Normally a 12 by 12 takes two or three people Mm -hmm. to set up. A 12 by 12 is literally a 12 foot by 12 foot frame with some kind of a fabric in it. Sometimes it could be a green screen. Sometimes it could be bounce. Sometimes it could be diffusion. Uh, we were using it as bounce, right? That mm-hmm. is the heaviest fabric you could possibly put mm-hmm. in the middle, right? So normally nice. it takes two or three people to set up a 12 by. Mm-hmm. I was doing it all by myself because I was the only one who knew how to do it. <laughs> you may continue now. <laughs>
1: Tell you the correct not. Overall, he was good, but my only complaint was his attitude sometimes of when he sounded annoyed or harsh in tone. <laughs> what the fuck does that even wor? Does that wording even mean? Like this is some of this writing's on par with the fan, fan fiction fics, we've read. Like now we know who's been writing fanfics. <laughs> yeah. College students apparently. Yeah. Apparently. They're they're all the twelve-year-olds that were on that site. Now they've grown up. And they're still writing shitty fanfics with the same shitty writing. Uh, 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 you sound annoying in a harsh tone. It may it may how his personality is. <laughs> but he seems to but he seems to sometimes come off as frustrated. When I was re-asking of what to do,
0: <laughs> again, again, it, to reiterate, it, I was the only person who knew how to do anything.
1: Yes, it could have been he was tired, like the rest of us, and could, it, oh, could it? Yeah, and oh, I mean, uh, let me try that again. Also, it was odd how he didn't show up to pack up truck before shoot what
0: oh yeah i didn't show up to that i don't remember why Mm. but it was important i was doing something important i think i might have been dropping francisco off Mm. at the uh at the airport whatever whatever Mm. i was doing it was it was actually important Right. It was either dropping him off at the airport or doing doing something with him. It was about the time where he was leaving. Yeah. And so I was doing something with him and they never let me forget it. Hmm. The entire shoot, everybody was just like, oh, there's the guy who didn't fucking help us pack the truck. There he goes. The guy who didn't show up to help us pack the truck like the Mm -hmm. entire goddamn shoot. College students are assholes. Yes, they
1: are. And if you're a college student, I hope you feel bad because you're a fucking asshole. Uh, Pack up truck before shoot. In restating the main point, he did his job well. The writing just gets worse and worse. I think there are some even worse ones in there. All right. Here's the fat one. The only major issue I had with Devin... Was that he failed to show up for the day we loaded equipment into the truck? You see what I'm talking about? Yep.
0: Like it doesn't even matter. See, it doesn't even matter how well of a job I did. The fact yeah. that I was the only one who who picked up the jobs that nobody else would do or knew how to do. All that matters is symbols, right? Yeah. Like if I had just shown up to pack the truck, everybody would be like, "Oh, he's such a great guy." Yeah. But no, because I didn't do that. I'm an asshole. Yep. It doesn't even matter. By the way, I found out afterwards there were too many people there. Mm. So people were just standing around drinking water while other people Mm. (laughs) loaded shit into the truck. Nice. But I wasn't there. So he's like, oh, he's an asshole. Like, that's something where you don't
1: show up for something that ended up not mattering. and And everybody automatically thinks you're all above them. You think you're all above them.
0: Right, because it's symbols, right? Yeah. It's got nothing to do Just, with how you're doing your job or your knowledge base. Nothing. It's symbolically what are the things that you do to show us that you're a team player. Yeah, you know, which that,
1: that hurdy-durr team player shit doesn't count for anything. No, it really doesn't. So if there's if anybody takes that you-need-to-be-a-team-player thing seriously... You're an idiot. Well,
0: to a certain extent, you do, but, but it doesn't count for shit yeah. if you
1: don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, where was I here? Uh, on the truck. Other than that, I thought he performed well as a member of the GE crew or Genie crew. There were a couple of times where I didn't know names of certain equipment or had issues with performing certain tasks. And although he seemed a bit frustrated, he was willing to help show me what I was doing wrong. Also, although he sometimes disagreed with the way I performed certain tasks, he was willing to let me perform them... No, he was willing to let me perform then the (laughs) way I wanted without giving me grief.
0: Oh, I think this is the guy who is in charge of the truck. So... Mm. On the grip team, there's always a guy who just stays with the truck in the gear. Yeah. And when people need something, they show up and he goes in and gets it for you. So just to make sure there's not like 40 different people rooting around in the truck and <laughs> throwing shit everywhere. There's yeah. one guy in charge of it and he knows how to organize everything, where to put everything back. Right. So it's not to yeah. make a giant mess. I think this was him mm. um, because people were constantly yelling at him for not putting shit back in the right place. Mm. But the right place is where he chose to put shit. Yeah. That's the point of that position.
1: <laughs> yeah. Something again that college students don't
0: get with that. No, everybody thinks that they need to put their nose into everybody else's mm. job. Yeah, that that's
1: That's what I'm saying is they don't get where what entails with your job.
0: Well, right, and the, I mean. they don't understand that like you don't have to worry about it as long yeah. as you get your piece of gear from him. Why the fuck do you care where he puts it back? Yeah, and there's no need to be a pompous asshole. To, no, to somebody not. who's
1: doing their job. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Anyway, anyways, give me grief. Uh, there was one particular incident where uh, Tanner, whatever the fuck his last name is, I don't know how to. Read don't even don't read last names. Yeah, Tanner blank.
0: Criticized. Oh, Tanner was the key grip. Oh, and he was like of everybody on G and E. He knew the least. <laughs> oh, and they made him key grip. Yeah. Uh, or Tanner. like he he always had this baffled look on his face. Yeah. Like anytime somebody asked him to do something, he just had this look like, I I don't know how to do that, and would just like walk off, and with like this look like he's trying like the wheels are turning yeah. in his head, like he's desperately trying to figure out what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> He always had that look on his face.
1: Uh, with Tanner, criticized the way I had packed the bounce boards with the solids, flags, and nets. Although Devin somewhat agreed with him, he was willing to defend me and acknowledge that it was ultimately my choice as best boy grip to decide how, t- how
0: they should be packed and organized. Yeah, so he was the guy on the truck. Yeah, yeah, like I said, it was just it was fucking retarded. People were just constantly like, You can't put that there. It's like, Well, I wouldn't put it there either, but I'm not the one loading the truck. Yeah. <laughs> shut up. As long as you get your piece of equipment that you're asking for, shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah. Uh where were we? Ultimately, I felt that Devin didn't seem to have uh De- Devin didn't seem to have a problem performing any tasks tasks asked of him. Oh, I never have a problem performing. Shut up. Uh, and although he seems to get frustrated easily at times, I would still like to work with him on any future projects. So. Yeah, because
0: it's That never happened. Yeah. Future projects don't happen at like, when I went to, to film school when I first yeah. enrolled in it, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to get, like, my group of friends, and we're just going to fucking, God, and we're just going to make stuff, you know? Because yeah. you, you always hear those stories about fucking Steven Spielberg or, or Martin Scorsese, where they would just, you know, get a bunch of friends together. And, and just Peter go, Jackson. Peter Jackson. And just go fucking make something. No.
1: Yeah,
0: that, no. 100% No Well it's a toxic environment Like if you even came up with an idea And you're Mm -hmm. like Hey guys I got this idea You wanna just like go do it Everybody would look at you Like The fuck is your problem Yeah Like I encountered that The teachers have that attitude as well Oh my god The teachers have the worst fucking attitude Okay
1: so I Before I went to the art school I did I went to Mm -hmm. And at I had a screenwriting professor. This was a second-level screenwriting professor at the before it became the first level.
0: Right, and I think we've talked about this yeah. before. You didn't have the same teacher that I did. No,
1: I did not. But the teacher I did have was an asshole to literally everybody. If you came up with an idea that was sort of somewhat complex, he would criticize it into the ground until you changed your mind. Mm. Yeah, and oh. so I'd come up with the... With this idea for uh, for a space opera film, and you know that's really fucking complex. Mm-hmm. But I knew I could handle it because I've been fucking writing space opera since I was young. And when I left SEC, un I guess, uh, without a degree there because I yeah. I just fucking had it with literally everybody there. Yeah, so and did went I. To went to an actual art school. <laughs> I took it to. All of the teachers I've had there who've worked in the industry, mind you, and they all said it was a great idea. And I, Like, like yeah.
0: the, the teachers that yeah. baffle me. They yeah. fucking baffle me. There's one really good one there yeah. who's actually one of the two heads of the film department. He's awesome. Yeah. And people don't give him enough credit. He's an editing teacher, mm-hmm. but he knows writing better than the writing teachers do. Yeah, And, p- yeah, people don't give him any credit for that. But... No, like, one of the professors there I had in my block class literally stole money from us. Nice. Because he was like, okay, oh, this is kind of a fucked up story all mm. around. So block class is basically, without getting into it, you shoot uh, a short film on actual film. You shoot it on 16 millimeter film. Yep. And to get us prepared and um, used to the camera we were going to do an in-class short film on 16 millimeter. Mm-hmm. So he's got the camera out, or actually, sorry, let me back up. So first he asks us to everybody bring in $10 for lunch for that day, mm-hmm. right, for the shoot day. One, that is against school rules yeah. to ask students to bring in money, Um, and two, Anybody who couldn't or didn't, he just fucking guilted into the floor. Mm. Like, he would just make you feel like a fucking asshole if you didn't give him money, right? Yeah. And then, three, the day actually comes, and what he got for nearly $200 was, like, soggy sandwiches. Uh. Like, literally looks like he went to... Um, you know, a grocery store and bought one of those fucking, like, party things. Yeah. You know? Not even, like, Subway or anything. No, just, like, shitty grocery store, like, tiny sandwich Ugh. pieces that were soggy and chips and water mm-hmm. for nearly $200. Then we shoot the thing. Yeah. Right? I nearly, like... I almost threw out my back because Mm. I was on the dolly trying to perfect, like, actually a fairly complex dolly move. Yeah. And we did it, we did tons of practice takes. Yeah. And then we did, like, four real takes. I was on the dolly for literally three hours, okay, sitting on it and leaning slightly back. So trying to support my weight for three hours. Almost destroyed my back. Getting that shot, but I was like, you know what? It's a good shot. I can't wait to see it. We never saw it. Mm. I am convinced to this day that there wasn't film in the camera. Mm-hmm. That's. A-
1: yep. <laughs> yes, yes, it is.
0: God. God. Man, and oh my God, the the guy who runs the cage. The cage is where all the equipment is. Guy who runs the cage. Nicknamed Thrasher. I know where this is going. Because he's a fucking asshole. And if you do anything even slightly wrong, he will scream at you for two hours and make you pay for, like, whatever the fuck. You know, like, if you broke a light bulb. Or or a light bulb. Not even if you broke a light bulb. If a light bulb blows out while it is in your possession, you have to pay for it. Right? Um... Uh, you, you have to wrap extension cords properly Mm -hmm. or he'll like stand there and make you do it again in front of him while he yells at you. Yeah. Um, and one time I was doing my, it was actually my block project. Mm -hmm. Um, we were getting set up for my set, right? So we were in the studio, we had the whole grid of lights above us and we were moving the lights around. And he comes in. Nobody asked him to be there, mm-hmm. right? He comes in and he starts moving lights around for us. And I'm like, okay, cool, another set of hands. Like that's that's more than fine with yeah. me. And then I hear him say to another professor, "I'm gonna leave before I give them too many good ideas. This project's not worth it." I'm just like, uh, what the fuck, asshole! Nobody asked you to be here. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. leave then. That is the attitude all of the professors that we have. Yeah, it's insanity
1: yeah i've taught like some of the stuff that i know about there i've talked with, with the professors at at uh the, the animation school i went to and they're just blown away <laughs> by it like my I, I'm my sure uh, my uh my character design professor there he uh he Where used to work, no at uh at the animation school at okay. uh what was it called art institute or whatever mm-hmm. He worked, he was the lead character designer for Disney in the 90s. Okay. And, and he's just like, that would not fly at all. Oh, my like, God. They would
0: be out on their ass in a second. I'm sure. Like, one of the best professors at SCC. Yeah. Um, I didn't like him much on a personal level because he was sort of a dick, but he knew what he was talking about. He was a good yeah. professor. Um, They... Kicked him out hmm. and replaced him with a guy who didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> like, uh, I remember. My, like, we could sit here for hours and tell stories about it. Uh,
1: like how my English teacher there said that if we don't do community service, that, they, that we get failed which is against school rules. Oh,
0: my God. My um, sound design teacher mm-hmm. said something similar. She didn't say we would get failed, yeah. but she did say if we go do community service, we'll get extra credit, which yeah. is also against the law. Yeah.
1: No, my, my English teacher legitimately said, you cannot get a full passing grade if you don't do this community service. Yeah. And I I got up and I just left right when she said that. I was like, no. I came here. I What I'm here to do is be in class and learn in class and then do the homework. Yeah, you, I'm not doing extra shit for you. Yeah, you, I did not sign up to spend my entire fucking day doing your hoodily do bullshit.
0: Yeah, like as a professor, you do not get to force your causes onto me. Yeah. Yeah. And my um, sound design teacher, mm-hmm. also the one who was like, Yeah, if you go do this fucking community service, you'll get like extra credit. Yeah. And she was like, I know some of you need it. You know, that kind of a thing. Yeah. I didn't do it, by mm-hmm. the way. I didn't do it. Yeah. Um, but the thing with her is she was absent for over half the classes. Mm. Okay. And it's not just me or that semester, like, oh, maybe she was going through something personal. No. I've heard stories for years, mm. like um, students who had been there years before me. Right? And students that are there years after me, it's the same thing. She misses half of her classes. Doesn't even find a substitute. You'll just sh- drive your ass all the way to the school. And for yeah. some people, that's like an hour drive. Yep. And you'll show up. Maybe it's the only class you have on that day. You show up, and there's just a notice on the door that says, no class today for reasons. And then you're just like, well, fuck, I guess I'm going home. Right. And for some of those people, they don't have a ride home for a few hours that's that's true too, like you people know, who carpool they're just like on their ass, yeah, yep, you know, which uh, i've told my my dad works at s
1: not in the film department, no, though. he works in the in the uh physics and astronomy department, and I've told him some of this shit, and he's just like. God like the if I had power over if i that was like my department, they would have been out on their ass. He like, actually fired a English teacher not I don't think it was the same one it might have been, but I remember that they were having problems because the teacher was forcing students to do out to do stuff outside of what uh their what the teacher's power is allowed to do for assigning school mm-hmm. work, and they had like a five minute debate, and she was just out on her ass.
0: Well, it's also important to note that S is the public college. Yes. Right. The film department is not technically a part of S. No. They are basically renting space on the campus, but they're run completely separately. Yeah. So this the the things that are fucked up with the film department don't necessarily translate to the rest of S. Oh. and in fact it was it was really fucked also because when you're trying to sign up for classes the main office where you where you go or to oh my god what are they fucking called the the people who like tell you about classes and, and shit and help like you the get stuff info info in order desk or registration yeah. desk or something yeah those guys there's a word for them that i can't come up with but anyway you would go to them they would have no idea what's going yeah. on in the film school mm. they have absolutely no idea
1: yeah, And I the film school that.
0: doesn't have its own, like, office. Yeah. So it was fucked up to try to get into any classes. In fact, I got into the wrong writing class, which is mm-hmm. where I met fucking Bill... <laughs> fucking eight sequences. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. God.
1: I, I remember my year one uh, screenwriting professor at... <laughs> he... Hated, he was like a guest professor, he was just doing that because, yeah. And he was like, I think the eight sequences are bullshit, but I'm told I have to teach you that. Do you want to explain the eight sequences? So, the eight sequences is the idea that a film can be broken down into eight distinct sequences of events in the film,
0: it's the three act structure broken down even even further. further, yes. And it's complete bullshit, it is It's a hundred percent horseshit, where it's like this needs to happen in the first sequence, yeah. this needs to happen in the second sequence, and it's like assholes if you do that, everybody is literally writing the same fucking story, yeah, like <laughs> like uh, okay, so the idea came from
1: the the hero's journey in the what was it the Iliad, I think I have no idea. Where it's like the the main character starts in comfort, something happens to him, and he has to go on this adventure, and then you know, shit happens, then big battle, then climax, then he returns home. He climaxed? Yes, he climaxes. And that is where the idea of the eight sequences came from, is the eight steps of the hero's journey. Now that's cool if you're writing the Iliad. If you're not writing the Iliad. It doesn't work.
0: Yeah, like he, he he was literally forcing you to... Like, literally, he gave you paper with, like, sequence one yep. written on it in a box that you had yep. to write in. And it's like... I remember that. I still are, have that somewhere. And I... I think
1: I have, like, 30 copies of them because I didn't want to... Because <laughs> I was just like, fuck it. This is everything I need for this semester.
0: I mean... <laughs> My writing professor, who, by the way, mm. loved the eight sequences, Ugh. right, it, I fucking hated this guy. And I was, like, both of us were at each other's throats the yeah. entire semester because I was constantly like, you can't force people to write like this. It's completely fucking stupid. Yeah. It's so restrained that literally every story will be the same story and he kept coming after like at me like you you're thinking about it like it's a mold you can't think about it like it's a mold it's it's a guideline <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> you literally gave us boxes with sequence 1 sequence yep. 2 yep. sequence 3 if that's not a mold what the fuck is it and he even called me into his office. And we talked for like an hour because he's like I he, I don't remember what the exact conversation was, but it was yeah. basically him going, you know, I don't know why, but I really feel like you don't like me very much. I'm like, <laughs> oh really? You don't say. <laughs> You're just realizing that. And he kept being like, you know, you need to understand the basics. Before you can move outside of those basics and, and write more freely. And it's like, don't tell me that while simultaneously telling me the eight sequences isn't restrictive. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one or the other, you know? Yep. And, and like, my favorite thing was, so for the end of that semester, yeah. he was like, you have to write the first sequence, right? Sequence A yep. for your script. You have to write it in full script form. You have to deliver that uh, first sequence, and for extra credit, you can write the second sequence. Yep. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. Oh, tell
1: them about the page requirements for each sequence.
0: Oh, right. So to to further the the fucking and this um, will cookie this, like cookie this, cutter yeah. mold, but it'll also lead into your yes, point. Yes, it does. So. To to further the, the how much of a mold this is, every sequence is supposed to be roughly fifteen pages, right? Yep. So I wrote a thirty-page first sequence. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Simultaneously, because it was a sci-fi and I wanted to write a really slow burn. Yeah. Sci-fi, so the opening was really slow and methodical, sort of like the opening to 2001 yeah. or Alien, you know, that sort of a thing. Uh, And it was 30 pages long. Sequence A. He yeah. read it, right? He read it in front of the whole class. He read everybody's um stuff in front of the whole class. Yeah. And he read mine. Um, And he gave me... <laughs> Extra credit for writing the B sequence. (laughs) So, like, to be clear, sequence A is, like, a list of very specific criteria, right? You have to do this, 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 and this in sequence A. And then sequence B, you do this, 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 and this, right? They're not the same thing. They're they're completely different things that you're supposed to be doing in the the different sequences, right? So, the second half of sequence A should not look like sequence B if you know like if it's if it's something that's a solidified thing right that you can look at and you know oh this is the A sequence this is the B sequence and you can pick it out of every movie you shouldn't be looking at a script that is an A sequence and then thinking it's also the B sequence Right. That shouldn't even be possible to do because you as this writer who who knows the eight sequences should yeah. know the criteria that go into each.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So by writing a 30 page a sequence, I completely fucked up his shit yeah. and proved that he had no idea what he was talking about. Yeah, and I didn't even do that on purpose. It completely caught me off guard because I just wrote my A sequence, and it, because it was so long, really? I didn't I didn't feel like writing the B sequence. Yeah, so I handed it in, and because it was twice mm-hmm. the length of what a sequence should be, he was like, "Oh, this is clearly the, <laughs> the a, and a and B, B sequence. sequence.
1: Clearly, here at the exact split of fifteen <laughs> pages, this is where the B
0: sequence begins. It's in the middle of a sentence." And but he gave me extra credit. I was just like, "Wow, this proves everything I've been saying." Yeah.
1: yeah, I think I have it backed up on my phone, but my phone just literally shut off and died. Mm. So, were I you looking for it. the
0: eight sequence? Because yeah, I think I
1: have one of the one. I think I have the one I wrote for my uh, f- my final uh, screenwriting one mm. in there, but phone died. Oh well.
0: Yeah, that was but, holy shit. <laughs> For
1: year two, we were expected to write the first three sequences Mm. in my class, and I wrote three sequences of nothing happening and got full points.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, I loved fucking with the professors. Right. And the writing professors Uh, were the the most fun. because So that was my second writing professor. I got into that class by accident. Yeah. I had already taken introduction to screenwriting, and I was supposed to take whatever the second class was called, but they yeah. re all the classes, and so by getting into the one that I thought was the second one, it was just introduction to screenwriting again with a different name. Yep. Right? And I could have gotten, like, I could have moved out of it in, to another class. Yeah. It would have, like, there would have been some downside to doing that. I don't remember what it was, but then... My, the, the professor was also just like, but no, like, I, I really think that you should stay and, you know, we can, you know, if you've already done it before, you'll breeze through it and it'll be like an easy grade and whatever. And I was like, yeah. all right, fine, fuck it, I'll stay. And then that's when the fucking semester-long feud started. Mm-hmm. But so the my first screenwriting professor. Yeah. Right. I liked her. Yeah. Yeah. She was interesting she was an interesting person. she I wouldn't say really knew what she was talking about but the <laughs> class was freer right yeah. and she she was just there to sort of look at what you've written and give you advice and, and things like that yeah um so it it wasn't like a big deal that she had to be like this fucking intellectual or, or whatever like my second screenwriting professor claimed mm-hmm. to be right she was just there to help people and to guide them through the basic structure of screenwriting and and the the basic structure of storytelling and yeah. things like
1: that didn't wait didn't build true like write a book about the eight sequences or whatever it would not think surprise have, me. Because now that I think about it, I think oh, I have that. I remember that. He made us buy his book. Yeah. I fucking remember yep. that. I have that sitting on my bookshelf, <laughs> and it's just there. I
0: remember that. Yeah. I completely forgot he made us buy his own book. <laughs> now we know why he's teaching that oh class. Oh, my God. Because nobody's buying his book. Yeah. But, okay, so my first screenwriting teacher, though, right? Yeah. Um. She was also pretty, like, no, you have to do this. Like, this is the order of things. Like, yeah. it, it was freer, but she still had her fucking, you know, her things. Yeah. Right? And she was like, first, you write out, you know, all of your ideas on cards and you just spread oh, them out around the you and it's cards like yes thing. this is I the had uh,
1: teachers that did that too it's
0: like yeah this is the only way to write is to just write your ideas on cards and spread them out around you my and editing, look at
1: them my editing teacher want us to do that with editing write uh. out all the different write out the different takes you have on cards and organize them into <laughs> just like, no. and I was like what that doesn't work <laughs> like, fuck off I'll do it how I want to do it stop oh, and also he wants Wanted us to use. He was insistent on us using Avid. And oh
0: well, that that was just SEC. Yeah, I got in
1: trouble for
0: using Premiere. Yeah. No, that was but just. I, I have to actually, use Avid. Yeah, yeah. I actually
1: got away with it because he caught me just writing the, the end, uh, end titles in Premiere. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, when he caught me, he was like, "Hey, you can't be using Premiere. You know, you have to use Avid." And I'm like, "I'm just doing the the end credits," and he's like, "Oh, okay." And I just went. Render, <laughs> Yeah. And he had no idea. So
0: anyway, this, this teacher. was gold. I also
1: got in trouble because in one of our takes, one of our actors shoved a piece of celery down the other person's throat. <laughs> and I used that in the end credit sequence because it was too funny not to use. God. And I got in trouble for including that because oh, it was a safety You'll hazard. get in
0: trouble for so much <laughs> shit in <at> this <laughs> It yeah. apparently used to be, like, really free yeah. until people started literally, like, lighting barrels on fire and throwing them at their actors nice. and just ruining it for everybody. Anyway.
1: Nice.
0: Um, so, this, why couldn't we have
1: been in that
0: time? Right? But, no. Okay. So, this professor, right? Yeah. Um, She kept... I had this idea. Yeah. And it was a basic idea. It was sort of a one-man... um one man play, but not a play, yeah. right I mean it was a it was a screenplay um this one man show type of deal, and she kept telling me things that were in it that I couldn't do mm. right she's like, no, you can't do you can't tell a story that way, you can't do this, you can't do that, and so I literally structured the entire screenplay around everything she told me that I couldn't <laughs> do. Yeah. And when I handed it to her, she read the whole thing and she was like, This shouldn't work. It breaks every rule, but I love it. <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, it's because you can't force retarded, arbitrary rules on right. people
1: like that. Like, Wasn't it like you couldn't have one person or whatever, one of them? I
0: think, yeah, I think one of the things she complained about is, Oh, you can't just have one character talking yeah. to himself for the whole thing. First of all, it was just supposed to be a 10 minute short film. Yeah. Yes, you fucking can. Right. I mean- <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, I don't even remember all of the things that she was telling me that I couldn't do or you're not supposed to do or, or whatever else that I just did despite her. (laughs) And I still have that script. Yeah. We talk about it occasionally because of issues with another person. Yeah. (laughs) but we won't get into that. Yeah. We're busy
1: shitting on a right now. Like, I do find that funny that, that, uh. Cause I, for whatever reason, I had, th- I my brain had come back to that where we were talking about the uh, about that script where, where, you where it's only one person talking themselves for the mm-hmm. entire thing, and that thought had come in my mind, and I just literally wrote an entire film in my brain, <laughs> centered around one person.
0: Like you can totally do that. It, like it
1: was not just like a short film. It was
0: like a yeah, full no, 90 minute thing. <laughs> in one location. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Yeah. Um, it took place entirely in one location. Yeah. I love one location stuff. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's really cool to tell an entire story yeah. in just one location. So you got movies like Phone Booth and things yeah. like that. But, yeah, that was sort of my life. Yeah. at he A- was yeah. fucking with the professors because all of them... Either were assholes or didn't know what they were talking about. Yeah. That writing professor, she had directed a movie. Mm-hmm. She wrote, directed, and produced it. Yeah, same with my writing. It was called professor. Uh, I think mm. is the name of it. I I went to Blockbuster when Blockbuster mm. was still around. Right. Who remembers Blockbuster? I went to Blockbuster and they actually had it. <laughs> Like, I didn't even really have to look for it. I just went over. I was like, romance, what? Holy fuck, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) And I grabbed it, and I watched it, and it was so bad. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the kind of, it's so bad, it's funny, sort of. Like, I'm surprised it's not a cult classic, because everything, like, every moment of the movie, you're just like, what? What? Why did that happen? Why is this character doing this? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Who acts like this through the entire movie? I kept having to pause it, and like you ever get so frustrated at something that you just end up pacing back and forth, talking out loud to yourself. Yes. Where it's like yes. I kept doing that. Like every twenty minutes, I would pause it and I'd just be like, "What the fuck? Why is that happening?" <laughs> the movie was. Awful,
1: God! my My first screen, my screenwriting one or introduction to screenwriting, whatever the fuck it's called now. Uh, he was a he was mostly a producer. Mm-hmm. He wrote some movies, but he was mostly a producer. He produced a film. I don't know if he wrote it. I don't think so, but a film called <laughs> with uh, Edward Furlong in it, the kid from Terminator Two, and. You know, I like because this was something where he, I, I don't know if he was like ashamed of the movies that he produced or something, but he, he would never name the movies that he produced. He just, he'd just be like, yeah, if you you search my name on IMDb, you can find the movies that I made. And so I went and looked it up, and I found the Blow Zero, or whatever. It's like a horror movie. About a writer with writer's block, mm-hmm. and they just start, uh, and they're trying to write the story, and they end up coming, you know, hallucinating that the story's actually happening to them or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was a really dumb idea, and I, I was just like,
0: "It right, sounds this is
1: remarkably be... similar to 1408 also. Yes, but I was like. Okay, this is going to be probably really difficult to find cuz this has like a really low right rating on IMDb and it had a really low budget and basically no marketing and it's Canadian. Mm. And I was just like fuck it, I'll order the disc from like Netflix cuz they they fucking at the time Netflix had everything. You yeah, know, not anymore, but yeah. yeah. But I was like I'll just order the disc from Netflix and and I'll watch it. And I go to Netflix and I type it in and like Holy shit, there it is on streaming. And I watched it. And then and I came into the uh came into the class the next day. I'm like, and I went up to my teacher, I'm like, Bob. That's his name is Bob. And was it like, Weinstein? No. I went, Bob, I watched your movie. And he was like, Oh, which one? I'm like, below zero. He's like, oh. I'm like. Yeah. You're like. We both know, and then you just walk away. (laughs) That's pretty much how it went. I was like, yeah, I watched it. It was like, I mean, the visuals weren't bad and all that, and it was kind of interesting. He's like, yeah.
0: (laughs) Like, he knew it was bad. Uh, My teacher, I don't think, had any idea how bad her movie was because, like, he
1: obviously thought it was good at first, but when he finished the movie and looked back at it, he's
0: like, that was bad. My professor kept bringing it up. Like, she kept talking about, like, yeah, when I was on set, you know, we had these cameras. And, and she kept bringing it up like it was an actual... <laughs> like, I, I hate to be a dick and be like, she kept thinking it was an actual movie. <laughs> but no, honestly, she clearly had no idea what she was doing. She yeah. didn't even shoot on cinema cameras. Mm. She shot the fucking thing on news cameras. Oh, <laughs> like, why? she paid for them why like okay the budget of the movie was like 300,000 dollars yeah and she had like for 300,000 dollars even at that time you could literally have you wouldn't even have to rent it you could Mm -hmm. literally have bought black magic cameras like those I forget what they were called those square ones right 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 those old school black magic cameras you could literally have bought like three of them and still had plenty of budget left over but no she shoots the fucking thing on like news cameras and you see behind the scenes footage where the guys got like the news camera attached to a fucking um a vest. Steady cam yeah. vest and it's like why why would you actively choose to use that camera what uh, the fuck is wrong with you
1: it's fucking hilarious
0: uh, and yes by the way that is hilarious if you don't know like the, the visual difference is night and day, go look at yeah. a news broadcast and then go watch something shot on a Black Magic camera and tell me there's not a difference. <laughs> right tool for the right <laughs> job, people. Yeah, God. In contrast, after
1: I brought up that I watched that film to him, we would occasionally, he'd occasionally bring up something about shooting it that was just showed how much he, like, the progression from being optimistic about it to just being this is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. And like he would he the one thing he brought up that I thought was fucking hilarious was apparently Edward Furlong was a whiny bitch not to <laughs> anybody's face but he, on set he'd act he'd be like, "Oh yeah, it's no problem I can stay after, you know, I can stay after all the you know, the actors have been sent I've uh, been sent sent home and all that. You know, if you need me to do more stuff for that, mm-hmm. and then he'd go to his agent and be like,
0: "Oh God, they're making me work sixteen <laughs> hour days. It's so unbearable." Like, <laughs> shut up. Wait, like, okay. If you work over, I think it's if you work over eight hours, mm-hmm. then you get paid extra. Yeah. And then if you work over 12 hours, you get paid extra on top of that. Yeah. So if you work a 16-hour day, that's a pretty fucking good paycheck. I know. But the thing was, he, Edward Furlong, was saying, yeah, don't worry
1: about it. You know, you yeah, don't no, have to know. pay me extra. I know, I'm just saying. And then he would go complain about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he even
0: said, you don't have to pay me extra? Yeah, he'd
1: be like, yeah, don't worry about paying me the overtime. <laughs> And then go complain to his agent about it. Like, just just say.
0: Just, uh, God. All right. I mean, long story uh, short. Fucking hilarious. Long story short, if you go to film school, don't watch your professor's movies. Yeah. You will immediately lose all respect for them. It happened to me. Yeah. Okay, one of my professors. At least my professor hated the new Star Wars
1: movies. They're <laughs> the... Yeah, it would be The Force Awakens at that time or whatever, the 7th mm. one,
0: I think it was. I don't remember. This was a while ago. So. Mm. Well, okay, one of my professors, he was my I forget what the class was called, but it was like budgeting for film yeah. or whatever. Um that professor was the producer for um uh, the Exorcist. Mm. And that was pretty cool cuz he had he had cool on-set stories. Yeah. I've got my problems with The Exorcist, but it's at least a movie. <laughs> You know right. what I mean? It's not like some obscure fucking bullshit that you yep. that you made with money you made from Burger King or whatever. Yeah. And
1: I love part of what helped me decide to go to instead of uh, going to UCLA because I could have, I could have gone, mm-hmm. but I chose not to because I didn't want to go to California. Mm-hmm. Part of what chose me is like, yeah,
0: we got a lot of people from the industry working here. Oh, that's I was okay. Like, eh, they, that's fine then. They tout two things. At they're like, one, every one of our professors is currently working yep. in the industry. Yep, that that was turned that. out to be a lie. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, they have over a million dollars in gear, and it's like the, the biggest um, equipment cage in Arizona. Yeah. So that turned out to actually be true. Mm-hmm. If you try to go to ASU, to the, the film department at ASU. Well, ASU sucks for everything except for general ed. Oh, my God. But the film department is fucking hilarious. They're they they're still using mini DV cameras. Nice. So if you're going to film school in Arizona, really, S is like one of the only reasonable options, which is the sad thing. Yeah. So and like, okay, I was also going to say another one of my professors, who, by the way, went. He went by Rose just one name he, rose he went he, by rose he went by rose just the single name right and who is he prince rose by the way wasn't even his actual first or last name mm. he just decided i'm rose and that's how he he um puts himself in credits and, and everything is directed by rose oh. <laughs> right and so he's i thought he was kind of a cool guy he had some yeah. interesting ideas but uh, he brought in his short film, which was 40 Minutes, by the way. Yeah. It was a 40-minute short film. So that's very close
1: to the feature. Actually, like,
0: technically, 40 Minutes is, is a feature.
1: I thought it was 40, like 42 or something like that's a feature. No,
0: like 40 Minutes is a feature,
1: ah. which is fucking
0: weird. Like, yeah. nobody would ever... Anyway. Like, <laughs> is not getting Game of Thrones the... a series of feature I, I films?
1: <laughs> anyway. Like, in that case, I'm watching it wrong. <laughs> Anyway, that aside, right? That, that would be the most annoying film series if Game of Thrones was considered a film series instead of a television <laughs> show. That
0: would be the most annoying film series. Anyway, okay Anyway, so um he was, he was constantly talking. This was in block also, yeah. actually. So the block is basically three semesters shoved yeah. into one semester. Pre-production and post. Yeah, pre-production, production, and then post-production. Yeah. And each one of those sections would have a different professor. Yeah. My post-production professor, by the way, was... My audio professor, Ooh. <laughs> who skipped half the fucking classes. Nice, um, but Rose, but Rose, Rose, Rose. I don't actually remember if he was uh, pre-production or uh, production. I think he was yeah. my, pro- uh, I think he was my production professor. Anyway, yeah. he kept talking about this short film, and he kept touting it like, yeah, you know, we worked really hard, and you know, was really. Really thought it was a really good fucking thing. Yeah. And he kept talking about how he he shot it on the red. Uh By the way, so the red... Sucks. In my opinion, the red sucks, right? But it's besides the point. Because the red is an industry standard camera. And it can be used well as Fincher. David Fincher shoots on a red. Once he switched from film to digital, he shot red. So go watch... Girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah, it is a beautiful movie, and it was shot on the red. Yeah, okay. So just to give you an idea of what the red is capable of. Yep. All right. So he brings in his fucking short film one day, and it doesn't even show it in the class. No, this is like a school mm. fucking <laughs> uh, event, right? Ooh. We all we all have to go to another building where they're like. Yeah, they've got, like, a p- big-ass projector screen in there. We're like, okay, mm. cool. So we're going to, like, a fucking screening room or something. No. <laughs> huh? we, we went to, like, a fucking chemistry classroom. Nice. Where they had two different projector screens set up on either side of, like, the stage. It was, like, yeah. an auditorium-style classroom, right? And you had two full-screen Projector screens. So, 4x3 uh, projector screens. Yeah. They shot a wide... Or projected a widescreen movie in 4x3. So, it was oh. all squished. We had to watch 40 minutes of this fucking squished image that was duplicated because it's on both sides of the stage. Yeah. Right. And even aside from that squishing, it was... I don't... Like, I, I was... At a loss for words hmm. He shot it on a red And it looked He he somehow Managed to get a red The The fucking camera That shot David Fincher's Girl with the dragon tattoo He managed to get That camera To look like Home video Nice Like it looked like It hadn't been Color corrected Yeah It looked like it was Shot at 30 FPS Ugh Right Uh I mean it was It was mind blowing hmm. I couldn't how anybody would be proud of this thing the story was mind-blowingly bad it was it was a rip off of um oh fuck what was that what was that movie where is like a bunch of evil kids take over the small town children of the corn no uh village of the damned oh village it, it was a the vi- other yeah. <laughs> other rip off it was a village of the damned rip off Right, except it took place in Arizona in the desert. (laughs) Right, and he was so proud of this one shot. I remember where it was a bunch of kids walking towards the camera, and he was like, "Yeah, we didn't have enough kids to fill out that uh, scene, so we had them do it twice, and then we split screened them together." And I was like, "Yeah, no shit, I saw the same kid in there four fucking times." (laughs) Like, yeah, um, the characters were shockingly bad. Yeah. The acting was fucking terrible, right? It was amazing. It, it because it was just further proof. It's like the the deeper into you go, the more you realize they're completely full of shit. Yep. I mean, I could tell you all about my audio professor.
1: <laughs> oh, the, it wasn't film audio. No, it was, it was music yeah, recording. Music recording. He yeah. was a complete idiot. He was in a project. He was in a side project of. The of Jimmy Eat World's lead singer, mm. just before they recorded uh, their Bleed American album, which was like the their big breakthrough album, mm-hmm. and like half the songs that he had re- that the that the front man had written for the side project, he's like, "Fuck it, the side project's over. It's going in the <laughs> album."
0: Okay, and but, this guy was a complete idiot. Okay, you're, so yeah, but. Yeah, I remember some of the stories you told yeah. about your professor. What was the thing with the microphone, where he was like, "Go oh, buy one? this three thousand dollar microphone or something." Which one was that?
1: Uh, well, I'm trying to remember which microphone it was that he wanted. It was a ten thousand dollar microphone, I think. Oh, <laughs> it was some Sony microphone that was like, like really expensive. It was like top of the line microphone. Yeah, he wanted it for the class, right? I yeah. think. Was it for the class? No, it wasn't. I don't think he had wanted anything
0: from us in the class. No, I mean he wanted like the microphone for the class use.
1: Oh yes, he wanted it for the class use. He wanted this. He wanted to. <laughs> he wanted to like use. He was, the... he, was,
0: he was trying to petition the school to buy, like,
1: yes, a... to buy these, to buy this, like, ten thousand dollar microphone <laughs> for the class. <laughs> I remember that it was so it was like the newest Sony bullshit microphone that you know basically the only reason it has a price tag is because they said so mm. and it's like I bet it sounds like ass, and you don't need it because everybody keeps stealing your shit anyways. <laughs> Like, literally, they've bolted everything down because students after class would just walk in there and start taking shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's even worse
1: than my photography fucking class. <laughs> like, literally, they all the microphones they have are locked away in a safe <laughs> because students would just walk in,
0: just grab a microphone and walk out. <laughs> and also, to put it in perspective, like, uh, the, the sound you're hearing right now. SM57. $80 90, microphone $90 dollar microphone. I think it was like 85, but whatever, yeah. $89. Like, it is
1: $89. It's on the list. So, yeah, yeah, like 90 bucks. And this is an industry stand industry standard microphone for music. Yeah, it well, I do they Any rock Is it a or, studio mic or is it like a, a tour
0: mic? It's both.
1: Really? It people
0: people use these in studio? Yeah,
1: Megadeth, this is what they use in studio. Sweet. So, uh they also use it on live on the road because this thing's fucking solid.
0: Oh, my God. In the behind-the-scenes footage that we shot, yeah. uh, one of them just rolls off the table and yeah. slams into my concrete Quiet. floor, and I picked it up. Not a scratch no. on it. Not even on the little plastic no. bit at the top. There wasn't even a
1: dent. It was amazing. Yeah. No, I don't remember who it was, and I may be wrong. It was like municipal waste or something some thrash metal new a new thrash metal band they have a video of them just running this microphone over with a truck and it did nothing they ran over (laughs) the truck plugged it in it worked perfectly yeah oh that it's insane that's
0: their marketing for this microphone is just running it over with a tour bus (laughs) yep like it's fucking hilarious this thing's Insane, I and it's the, 90 bucks. They're built like tanks, they sound great yep. for $90, and you're sitting there bitching, like, I oh, want a $10,000 microphone. Yeah. It's and the yes. right
1: microphone for the right purpose, and because you got to get those crisp, clear vocals. It like, yes, like I, I the, get, he purport, he said, These microphones only
0: use are for miking drum kits. He <laughs> actually said that. <laughs> oh my god, and and like, yeah, to be clear, different microphones have. Different tonal patterns, right? Yeah. there. Some microphones are better for female voices. Some yeah. microphones are better for male voices. You know, some microphones are better for instruments than for yeah. for vocals and etc. You know, the right mic for the right job. Yeah. But there comes a point.
1: <laughs> right. When there's an excess.
0: There comes a point where you're just spending money because, like, you know what I mean? Where it's like, this microphone is $10,000. That must mean it's better, right? Yep. You know, that sort of a thing. Where it's like, you can get uh, 300 to fucking $800, like in that range, microphones that sound amazing. Yeah, the SM7B. That's, yeah.
1: That studio microphone is the studio microphone. Everybody uses it right now. Well, like, Literally everybody. From hip-hop to country to rock to heavy metal to to Wait, which which microphone SM7B SM7B
0: Yeah sure Yeah th- the Shure
1: Shure SM7B
0: Yeah I think I know what you're talking Me. about I was what what's the name of the um the like elvis style mic The elvis style that's a Super 55 The Super 55 That's an, like that one was 350 Yeah uh, and those, and were, it sounds beautiful. It does. It sounds great. Those were the ones that we were originally looking at yeah. for this uh, studio. But then decided they were too much of a pain to set up on arms
1: and expensive.
0: Th- that Yeah. My thing was cost- yeah. Like we could get literally three of these microphones for the cost of one of those. Yeah. Right. And yeah, those things would have been a pain in the yeah. ass to sell. The only up on reason the I
1: want them because they look cool.
0: They do. They look really cool because I mean and they, they sound are. great. They but... sound great. They look cool, and they are. They're the the fucking. Um, yeah. Oh fuck! I just said his name, Elvis. Elvis. Mike. Yeah. The
1: Elvis mic. They're the Metallica mic.
0: Yeah. Like, well, if you go look at any live performance of Elvis, he's fucking mm. swinging
1: it around. You know. Yep. Same yeah. with Metallica. Look at any of their live performances; they have the Super Fifty Five. Yeah, and, and they had a custom-made Super Fifty Five that you used to be able to get. It's now hard to find. Yeah, it's
0: it's like um, the black and red, the black anodized um, metal on the yeah. outside, and then the red foam on the inside. Yeah, they yeah. use that one, and they
1: also use the chrome and blue one. Well, that's the standard yep. one. Yeah. But like, I guess that was like a limited run even for them because. <laughs> The, you, you know, when one of the red, red and black ones broke because next time it's a blue and chrome one or chrome and blue one, mm. it's fucking hilarious. It's like, uh, his microphone broke. Well, if they were using these mics, it wouldn't yeah. have broken in the first place. Well, I mean, the problem with it is, uh, a lot of the stadiums they go to have like, okay, so power, uh, I don't know how the right word to put it. You'd know it better than me. But how electrical currents for power is used. Okay. It's shit in most stadiums. Like it's insane. Oh, you're talking it'll about blow the out. actual wiring. Yes. The actual okay. wiring is shit. And they there've been plenty of times with musicians, and you know which stadiums it is, because you look and it's and it's this stadium with fucking fifty different bands or musicians mm. where They have the microphone plugged in. All of a sudden during the show, you can't hear them anymore. And they're like, (laughs) what the fuck happened? Or in like Billy Joe Armstrong's case, he throws a fucking mic across the stage. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I remember that. Oh, man. But it's like you can. And that is the main killer for those microphones for the Super 55s is shitty wiring in the venues they're playing in. Because it's it's not also the, it's not the correct voltage coming
0: out of the yeah uh, of and the, and that's the, that's what leads to like current, you know occasionally the, yeah. uh on a on a live show, the singer will fucking grab the mic and just get electrocuted, <laughs> yeah <laughs> God, oh, oh it's
1: fucking hilarious <laughs> The studio Metallica used for the black album had that problem. Mm. Cause uh the guitarist Kirk Hammett was playing, you know, just playing his guitar, plugged in, you know, just sort of practicing, waiting for his take. And he the amp next to him had a metal head. Mm-hmm. And he went to put the the he like put the pick down on it and touched it and got an electrocuted. <laughs> he was like, ah, it shocked me. <laughs> <laughs> And everybody's just like, "Well, don't touch it
0: then." <laughs> like, clearly, like, yeah, just don't like, touch it, not like, fix it. It shocked me. Just don't touch it.
1: And <laughs> it's like, yep, that that's faulty wiring. <laughs>
0: oh man,
1: God, my grandparents' house is full of that. It's fucking hilarious. And I love, I love my grandparents' sentiment on it is like. We're going to die soon. It doesn't matter to
0: us. <laughs> Whoever gets the house next has to deal with it. Oh, this house has shit wiring uh, in it. So, um... No, li-
1: go for it. And I'll tell you afterwards. This
0: hilarious. Okay. My house, so... The kitchen, the bathroom, mm-hmm. and my office are on one breaker. <laughs> all right? And there are tons of wire... Junctions, yeah. So, like junction boxes that are just buried in the walls and in the ceiling, which is illegal. By the way, Mm -hmm. if there is a junction box, it has to be accessible, Mm -hmm. right? You can't just bury it in the fucking insulation because you're gonna start a goddamn fire. Yeah, but the guy who owned this house before us didn't give a shit and just started doing his own wiring and fucking just putting junction boxes everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> oh, my God. That's you have no weird. idea. Like In the winter, it sucks. Yeah. Because I'll have my little electric heater on in my office, and I'll come out here to, to use the microwave. Yeah. The house really doesn't like it when both of those two things are on Ooh, at the same time yep, I and know the that. whole thing goes out. I know that. I mean, I don't have the junction
1: box problem, <laughs> but at my house, my room, the room next to me, which is where my brother occasionally stays when he's not at college up in fucking Flagstaff Mm -hmm. and the living room. Mm -hmm. They're all on the same breaker. (laughs) And if I have... I have an AC unit in my room because my parents don't believe in air conditioning in Arizona. Mm -hmm. Or at least my dad doesn't. And because it's his money, he can choose not to put air conditioning in the house. (laughs) Now, I have a computer that is meant... For 3D rendering Mm. Do you know how hot that gets When it's rendering And so it's basically A heat It's basically a giant It's a fucking heater And (laughs) my room is literally 5 degrees Hotter at all times than the rest of my house And that's not including under heavy load And so I put a fucking Little portable AC unit in there now, if that AC unit's on and my parents want to vacuum the living room, <laughs> the entire yes. house shuts off.
0: <laughs> the
1: entire fucking house shuts off. Yeah, and to be clear, just insane. for, for those of you who
0: don't have experience with really powerful computers, mm-hmm. they are heaters. Like, yep. they will easily raise the ambient temperature in whatever room they're in by 10 degrees. Mm-hmm. Easily. And when you're already in Arizona... And it's already 90 degrees in the house? Okay. Yep.
1: <laughs> oh, my up. God. At least that doesn't beat my grandparents' house. Where they have... So, my grandparents' house is sort of the standard, you know, like, Midwest three-level house. You know, basement, yeah, uh, main floor, and second level. Mm-hmm. And on the second level, there's, like, a, a lar- sort of a large bathroom... Or not large bathroom, but like a medium-sized bathroom. It's large enough to accommodate a few people being in there and brushing their teeth, mm-hmm. and it's got a toilet off away from everybody else, so somebody who needs to take a shit can go take a shit in peace. And it's got a shower and all that. On the wall, there's like the uh, on the wall with uh, across from the shower. There's the uh, fucking electrical plugs. You know, you can plug like a hair dryer yeah, into. Yeah. Above one of those plugs is literally the conduit sticking out of the fucking wall. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to try not to touch that because if I do, I'm going to fucking die.
0: This house wasn't much better uh, when I moved yeah. in. Um, this area of the house. Yeah. So the whole house used to be a triplex yeah. that somebody bought turned into basically a duplex with yeah. w- one of the apartments stayed the same and then merged the other two apartments into like a big house. Yeah. And the the people who lived here before us, they lived in the main house area. Yeah. And their son's friend was living in this area, the apartment. Yeah. Right. And he did not take care of it for shit. It was disgusting. Mm. When we moved in here, we had to tear everything out. Ugh. Right? I did the carpets all on my own. Yeah. Tearing out carpet, first of all, carpet is insanely heavy. Yes. And carpet that fucking disgusting. Like, you touch it and there's just a plume of dust that comes up out of it. Right? And... In the bedroom, there was what I affectionately refer to as the mystery stain, because God knows what the fuck that was. It was like cum mixed with blood mixed with shit. I don't know what the fuck it was, but it was disgusting. Anyway, there were like light fixtures just hanging by the wires on the ceiling. (laughs) They had installed... Like a patio light in the mm. bathroom. What? And so what they did was where the light was supposed to be, they decided they didn't fucking want the light up there. Or what was it? No, it was there was a light in the regular place above mm. the mirror in the bathroom. But yeah. they decided for whatever fucking reason they wanted a patio light in there, too. And so they ran off of the back of that light yeah. into a junction box that they didn't need onto the patio light that was just in the middle of the fucking wall, in the middle of the bathroom, right? Okay. And the entire bathroom... So, when you install outlets yeah. in the bathroom or in the kitchen, you'll notice they have the little like uh, breaker button on it. You legally have to put those in the kitchen and bathroom because they're designed specifically to make sure that you don't get electrocuted if water gets in there. Yeah. Right? The whole house didn't have any of those. Ooh. Okay? Uh. This house was terrifying before we got in and started fixing things. Yeah. Like, I'm shocked it didn't burn the fuck down 20 years ago. No. Everything in this apartment was still from the early seventies. Nice. It hadn't been touched since. Nice. I don't think it had been cleaned since either.
1: Ugh. That might explain the
0: mystery stain. Oh my God. seventies like, up truck. No, on the on the other side, in the main house, yeah. all of that stuff had been upgraded. Right. Yeah. And it was it was a very clean house over there. But in, in the apartment apartment area, right? Apparently, they never came in here. They hardly Hmm. ever saw the dude. And he just, like, basically barricaded himself in this house and just lived in here. Hmm. And didn't bother repairing anything. Didn't bother cleaning anything. Like, I I don't think he was a hoarder. Mm -hmm. He was just disgusting. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know how we got off on that tangent, but... I don't know. I don't even remember what we were talking about. We were talking about and then we started talking about
1: shitty wiring.
0: I don't know how.
1: (laughs) Shitty wiring. Oh, well, whatever. We'll (laughs) figure it out when we eventually decide to play this back. (laughs) Oh, man. God, I'm thinking about it now, just thinking about when I was, when I had gone over to my grandparents in Missouri and just when I'd go into the bathroom and I'd flip the light on, You could just hear the conduit go, (laughs) just the electricity going, I'm just like, I'm
0: going to get electrocuted, yay. Oh, man. Have you ever been shocked by 110? No. Not that I know of. I may have. Probably. I I have multiple times installing outlets. Mm. (laughs) Like- I mean I'm It no, sucks. Like, yes,
1: I have. I my dumb ass stuck a fork in an outlet on accident.
0: <laughs> on accident. Shut up. On yeah, you did it by accident. I'm fucking sure. But no, like installing like getting hit with 110. Yeah. Isn't as bad as you would think it is. Yeah. Like it's it's a jolt and you jump back and you're just like motherfucker, but that's about yeah. it. Right? Unless you have like a heart condition, it's not actually that bad. Not that I'm advocating people go fucking plugging shit into an outlet, right? But yeah, electricity's fun.
1: I remember why it was an accident because my me brought my me brother my brother and I. I We were joking. I was joking about it. I was like, we're going to stick this in the electrical outlet. And I was like right up to it. And this was when my brother actually cared about shit. He thought that (laughs) it was going to like burn the house down or something. We were like middle school. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to do it. And I I looked away. And when I was going like this, I accidentally stuck it in the outlet. I went, ah, fuck. (laughs) When I
0: was... Uh. I don't know how old that so, was. Yeah, I, I had to have been four or five. Uh, yeah. Right. No, I think I was older. I was like six. Yeah. I think. Um, we lived in Virginia, and I don't know why mm. I decided that I needed to explore electricity. All right. <laughs> well, I loved I loved electronics then. Yeah. Um, my dad had amassed a collection of just old. Electronic junk. Yeah, I don't know where he got all of it, but just like fucking fifty VCRs from the eighties that nice. didn't even work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I would, I would just like take them apart for fun. Yeah, because it was interesting to me. And at some point, I decided I can make a a wire, <laughs> like a cord for yeah. an electrical outlet. And all I did was I took some very 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 low gauge wire, right? It was like phone wire. Yeah. And I bent it in a U Mm -hmm. and then just tied another wire off of the U coming out. Yeah. And in my little six-year-old brain, I was like, clearly this is how electricity works. (laughs) And I plugged it in and just massive spark. Boom. Like a spark that my parents both saw and heard from across the house. Nice. They come out. They're like, "What was that?" And I go, "It was on TV." And they're looking at me. I have soot on my face. Yeah. There's soot all over the wall outlet. <laughs> and, and I'm like, "No, it was. It was on the TV. I promise. I swear." <laughs> oh
1: God. I knew someone in middle school. I don't know what the fuck. He stuck into the wall socket. But he stuck something into the wall socket back in middle school at our school, mind mm-hmm. you. And for those who don't know, I went to a a Catholic school. Keep in mind I'm not Catholic. Is it so like is it was, was like it the, like a
0: super Catholic school? Yes,
1: it was like a well, defined super Catholic, I guess.
0: Like, were there, like, nuns and shit running around, and you had to wear uniforms, we to wear and you uniforms. had Bible class and yes. shit?
1: We did not have nuns. We had a bunch of priests running around, so a bunch of elementary and middle school kids with priests running around. <laughs> Figure that out. <laughs> but, uh, but,
0: But was it, like, super hardcore on the religion? I guess is what I'm asking. I mean, did or, they or teach was it just, creationist? No, or? no, no, no. I'm just asking, like, was it a Catholic school in the sense that, like, almost everything revolves around Catholicism? Yes. Okay, so it wasn't just, like, one of those Catholic schools where it's, like, Catholic school in name, but really, meh. No, it was, like, here's science class, and science is
1: science because God said it is. (laughs) Okay. Like, it was one of those that's, like, here's the scientific reason for why everything is, but the only reason there's a scientific method is because this is what God did to create the scientific method.
0: Okay. It's, like... It was one because of those. Francisco went to a Catholic school yeah. also, but it was like a bullshit Catholic school yeah. where they basically had like a Bible class, and then the rest of it was basically regular yeah. school. No, this was like super Catholic, okay. and I hated it.
1: I got in so much trouble because I, I, I don't believe in it, and that got me in so much trouble. And I was a little asshole, so okay. But anyways, one of my friends I had there, we were wait, in was like, this middle school? This was like sixth grade okay something like so middle that. school yeah it was like fifth or sixth grade okay but the cafeteria where we go there's like uh the school there's like a little there's a parking lot on the other side there's a church and then there's like the cafeteria and an outside eating area and then there's like a a drive through the middle of the school which is for like you know dropping off and picking up kids mm-hmm. and so from the school you'd walk across that the little drive to the cafeteria and church. And the cafeteria and church were attached. Okay. It was like church area, cafeteria area. And when church was happening, that cafeteria area was converted into more church. Okay. And so in that that area, my friend had the idea to take whatever the fuck it was and stick it in the wall outlet <laughs> during the middle of lunch. it so was like, I'm kids, done
0: with life. <laughs> a bunch of
1: kids running around. And... and Surprisingly enough, he, he pretty much at last moment pussied out of it, but he, like, jabbed it in there, but let go as he jabbed it in so he didn't get shocked. Uh-huh. And just the entire room went, all the lights just flickered on, <laughs> and he <it> just, bam! <laughs> and I was like, I backed up at that point. I was like, this is not going to end well. I'm going to fucking die. And so I packed up boom, from the wall outlet. <laughs> Oh my God! He got in so much trouble. The lights legitimately went on and off. <laughs> oh, oh
0: electricity! Uh,
1: I didn't see that kid for an entire semester.
0: <laughs> he got in so much trouble.
1: Oh man, and miscreants.
0: Well, I think I'm about talked out. Are you? Yep. It's been two hours. Has it? over two hours actually. Nice.
1: You know I think I got another four in me. Oh fuck off. No, I don't. It's midnight. I know. Almost. I'm tired. Yeah. And my phone's dead.
0: <laughs> what happened to that battery you bought? Like I keep forgetting to charge you're it. You're constantly bitching like Ooh, my phone's always dead. <laughs> Like, you literally bought a battery. I was with you. I know. And you were like, oh, this is so nice, and I've never seen you use it since.
1: Shut up. I've used it plenty of times. (laughs) I've just, just the past few days, I've forgotten to charge it because I've been busy with other shit. Just
0: plug it in and forget about it. How fucking hard is that? Just leave it overnight. It doesn't matter.
1: (laughs) Matters to me. I don't know. (laughs) I've
0: just forgotten about it. Like,
1: literally, I've just forgotten about it. That's all.
0: <sighs> yeah. So I don't know what the point of any of this was. No. We
1: just talked to talk. Pretty much. <clears throat> hope there's some funny shit in there.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But. I might edit this and put it up as maybe. like a bonus episode. I don't know. I'll Ooh. have to cut out all that shit about our stories yeah. that we're currently working on. Yeah. But And anything else that might be horrible. I'll have to and, bleep uh, some names. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, all right. That's all. I'm stopping. Yeah. I'm I'm good.